I think I can see now. Oh, my God. Yes. Dave. Hello. It's you, Dave. Good. See Kevin. Good to see you. Julie. Yes. Greetings. And David. Pick. I'm alive. You're alive. It's Motivational Monday, Rachel. Bingo, Ringo. <coughs> uh, Bob, I'm glad you're glad that I'm alive. Keith, greetings to you in Florida. Uh, spring break. Getting ready to happen. I was looking at the news today about how Florida, they're like, hey, okay, if you come down for spring break, you still have to behave yourself. And people are like, what do you mean I just got to behave myself? Um, anyway, greeting there. Darren, you're saying hello. The dictionary says it was Thomas Edison who put hello into common usage. He urged people to who used his phone to say hello when answering. His rival, Alexander Graham Bell, yes, thought a better word was ahoy. Yes, ahoy, ahoy. Hello and ahoy. Oh, you just lost sound. Uh-oh. Um, I hope that hasn't happened. Is it muted? <laughs> I hope it's not muted now. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Um, can you hear? Oh, f effing fudgy pants. Uh, I hope you can hear me. Um, Rachel, you're saying you can't hear me. <sighs> nice to pay. Yeah, okay. You'll have to tell me if you can hear. Hello, Brad in Milwaukee. Um, Flavia, you can hear me. Bob can hear me. Oh, you can hear me now. Good. I'm glad you can hear me now. Something was dinging on the phone, and that could have been affecting our auditory effects. But uh, that's that's over. That's over now, and we got it. Um, when I did the FX, I was mute. Ooh, that could be the problem. Anyway, uh, I'm glad you can hear me. I'm glad we're all here. It only muted a short time. Uh, the tr our troubles are over. Um, Michael, you're saying your sister, you and your sister still answer the phone with one of his calls saying ahoy. Is that because you are, um, peers of Alexander Graham Bell? You must've read it somewhere. Joni, you need some motivational mo motivation. Um, well, what can I tell you? More snow and ice where Robinson is. Oh God. Um, no snow and ice here. A lot of wind. Woke up to some rain this morning and then tried it. Went for a little walk with Nigel. Got some coffee. He still doesn't feel safe here in the uh, showatorium to come and do the show in person. I don't think we're ready to risk another uh, Zoom episode, although I'm up for trying it. Uh, let's see if the fart machine's working. No. No, it's not. Dang. What's, what's going wrong? Oh, there we go. So today's Motivational Monday is brought to you by um, Seize the Day 4. This is the end of Seize the Day 4, and I was just looking through ones that I might have missed here. Um, hello, Don. Um, wind chill 25 below zero there, Bob. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds awful. 74 pick, good for you. Um, so I've got, uh, this is the last Seize of the Day 4, and we're going to get into Seize of the Day 5 at the end of the show for our actual Seize of the Day. But this Seize of the Day is Seven Rules of Life, and I thought uh, this would be a good uh, motivational. Um, you slept terrible last night, pick weird dreams. You don't know why. Previous night's sleep was great. Yeah, I've been up and down with the sleep during the pandemic, but... Uh, <sighs> so, what happened uh, this weekend? Went for a bike ride. Uh, and a friend who hadn't been along for a while came, and she was saying that one of her daughters was having trouble with school uh, because she wasn't motivated. And, uh, you know, it wasn't that she didn't couldn't understand her homework, it's just she didn't feel motivated. And I, and I thought, you know, motivation is interesting, and I always think of motivation 
as it applies to something something that uh, you don't have to do. Um, but I guess that's the trick, isn't it? Uh, you, you you can be you can be unmotivated to do things that you have to do, not just things that you want to do or thought you wanted to do. And uh, my question was, well, <laughs> when is when when does she think she's going to get motivated? Because it's kind of up to us to motivate ourselves. I think that that's really the key takeaway. If I know anything about doing things that you have to do or things that you want to do, you know, sometimes you can feel like you don't want to do it and you think you need to be motivated and, and no one can really motivate you to do it. This going swimming in the ocean um, uh, every day, except for today because it rains. So I'm off for a couple of days, probably back at it on Wednesday, maybe. Um but uh, the whole key is to do it even when you're not uh, motivated or you're not inspired. Uh, the, I can't remember which art. This was an artistic quote that I didn't plan on saying today. But uh, inspiration is for amateurs. Professionals go to work. So if you're, if you're an artist and you consider yourself professional, if you're a comedian, you consider yourself professional, even if you don't feel like it. When they, you, when it's showtime, it's showtime. You go on and you do the show, whether you're motivated or inspired or not. And so you have to find a way to be able to do that other than just do it, which is kind of what you got to do is just do it. Like, like the Nike slogan, um, <laughs> uh, you're motivated to take a nap, Robinson. Well, good for you. Um, Bad sleep and weird dreams. Yeah, it's tough. Well, I also think you don't have to be motivated uh, all the time. You don't have to do everything all the time. And we are allowed to take a break. And we are also allowed to realize that we actually don't want a thing that we thought we wanted. Like, if you want to win an Olympic gold medal, you got to get up and train and work out and go hard and follow your coach's advice, whether you feel like it or not. But if you don't want to do those things, maybe you didn't want to win a gold medal. Uh, anyway, seven rules of life. Let's get on with it. Let's, let's, because I'm assuming that we are motivated in the sense that we do want to do things and we're just looking at tools that can help us do it, to do those things. So these seven rules for life from Seize the Day 4. This is a fond farewell to Seize the Day 4. Um, but it's just going in a pile right over there. So Seize the Day 4 will be available uh, going into the future. Oh, um, so seven rules of life. Rule uh, rule number, oh, which way? I think we should go one through seven because that's sort of the way they're written. Let it go. Rule number one, let it go. Um, never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday. Let it go. Man, that's a good one. You're asking me if I ever watched, uh, do I ever watch Exhibition Unknown with Josh, Josh Gates? No, I have not seen that. Um, so uh, <clears throat> let it go. That's rule number one. Let it go. And that's a hard one. I have to say that's a hard one, especially when you feel like you've been done wrong. You've been done wrong. Oh, speaking. Oh, I was just before when I went on Facebook, the first thing was an alert for the uh, traditional blues uh, Grammy of the year won by 83-year-old, ah, I want to say Bobby Rush. This is his second Grammy. He won one two years ago, and he won his second Grammy uh, last night for a traditional blues album. Very inspiring to see 
someone who's 83 years old win a Grammy uh, after winning their first Grammy at the tender age of 81. So um, if you think that you get to be 81 years old and still playing music or entertaining people on stage without some setbacks, without having to have let it go a few times, <laughs> then let me tell you something, you're mistaken. So let it go. Ignore them is rule number two. Don't listen to other people live a life that's empowering to you. That's what Bobby Rush did. Uh, you know, you go out and you do the thing that you love and you let the people who love you find you. Uh, and that is, and that is, uh, and that's important. Darren, you're saying it's important to stay positive, but it's also okay to understand that feeling, <laughs> feeling like feces occasionally is okay, if not expected. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like feelings are like the weather. Uh, they come and go and uh, the bad ones will pass and the good ones will pass. And you got to kind of roll on and keep an eye on your goals and head in the direction that you intend to be heading. Give it time. Time heals everything. But also, if you're applying constant effort in the direction that you want to go, you are always going to be getting closer to your destination. And eventually, you will reach it. So let it go. Ignore them. Ignore the haters. And give it time. Don't compare. This is a good one, too. Don't compare. Because I feel like a lot of times you can think of life as a race. As a race. Uh, Bobby Rush uh, could have thought he was in a race. Uh, but once you get to be at a certain point, you realize if it was a race, a lot of people have already quit. Um, people who... I have stopped doing live comedy, uh, my peers, because they were incredibly successful at something else, they stopped doing it. I'm still doing it. Um, don't compare yourself to them. Compare yourself to yourself. Compare yourself to yourself a year ago, uh, or a day ago, or a week ago, or a month ago, but compare, you're competing with who you used to be. And as long as you're moving in the right direction and improving, you're doing the right thing, which brings us to, to rule number five, stay calm. Don't freak yourself out. Don't freak yourself out. It's okay not to have everything figured out. Um, know that in time, you'll get there. Stay calm. Keep moving forward. Um, and it's on you. Only you are in charge of your happiness. Yeah. Who's going to do it? If you're not going to do it, who's going to do it? Nobody loves you more than you. Sadly. Sadly. And sometimes it may feel like they must because I don't like myself. But really, nobody loves you more than you. you got to love yourself. Uh, it's on you to do it. And smile. Life is short. Enjoy it while you have it. We're all here today. I'm pretty sure we're all going to be here tomorrow. Bible story, letter from Grandma, are you kidding me? Uh, and it may be taking place in the truck because <coughs> maybe a foreshortened show tomorrow because I think I have to drive my daughter to basketball and I can't drive and do this show at the same time. I don't... don't so I may do the show from the truck, and then when she gets to, in to go to basketball, I'll have to sign off. So that's what's going to happen tomorrow. But that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Don't worry about that. Um, you need to make Jake a cooler beanie. Yeah, Jen, I think you do. This beanie, not as cool as it could be, although it does. I do have a lot of room to flop it over uh, on the side or the other way. Um, so what are we congratulating Julie for? Um, I am not sure. 
oh, you start a new job tomorrow and you're not motivated to get ready for it. Well, is it a job in veterinary medicine in your chosen fields? Are you just going to work in a new place or is it a new type of veterinary job? Time will be revealed or all will be revealed, I'm sure, as I scroll down. Um, Mark Jaffe bought my cemetery plots today, even though I didn't feel motivated. Yeah, Mark. Well, it's important. It's important. It's important to clear the runway uh, if you want to if you want to have a safe landing. So that's good. Um, <clears throat> where are we? <laughs> Pick at Scott saying hello. Um, <clears throat> Scott saying Bobby's shows are dang salty. I bet they are. I, I watched his acceptance speech. He, he, I, I don't think once you're 83, you do what the hell you want. And uh, people got to enjoy the show. Um, Michael, greetings to you in Switzerland. Um, oh, Je, uh, Flavia, you're saying that's what happened to you. you. You were exhausted, but your mind wouldn't let you sleep. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like that's the real challenge with sleep. Uh, Jen is also talking about it, too. Um, I feel like that sleep uh, that sleep situation, when you get the busy brain, that's what uh, Lady Jerry Belinda and I call it, busy brain. You get that busy brain. It's hard to turn it off. I mean, what I usually do is try and focus on my breath. And oftentimes, it's hard for me to fall asleep on my back. So if I lie on my back and focus on my breath until I kind of feel tired or uncomfortable and roll to my side, I can kind of tune out. Sometimes, sometimes I can get that to happen. Um, <laughs> Pick, you're saying you hate those keep calm memes. They don't tell, don't tell you to keep calm. Yeah, no, listen, relax, calm down. I, I keep, t Lady Jerry likes to say that sometimes. And I'm like, that doesn't work on anyone. Saying to someone, relax or keep calm only make, only makes them want to, flinch at you uh i think breathe or let's just let's just pause for a minute you could say that i i don't like i don't like that keep calm or calm down either um dave you're saying you're pretty good at staying calm your clients love you for that since you remain calm when their shit is blowing up yeah it's reassuring i think you're right um <laughs> you're saying you really don't care that much about their shit yeah well all of our problems are serious to us but uh, it's surprising, really, how not serious. That's why other people's problems always seem easy <laughs> to solve. It's easy to give other people advice because they're not your problems. You don't have a personal stake in it. And so you can tell them what to do. And sometimes um, you don't want to listen to the haters. But sometimes if you've got a good friend, uh, they can be giving you some good advice. And it pays to listen to it for a second or at least take it on board and decide, like, does that seem like a good idea or not a good idea? Hmm. Pick, you're saying mom got mad because you bought her a pill keeper. She said she had a system. I said, yeah. And that's why four days last week, you couldn't remember if you'd taken your pills. Yeah, it pays to have a system, but even the system can break down. I've got a pill keeper for my vitamins, but then I, sometimes I'll look at it and it does, I guess it doesn't have specific days of the week on it. It's just like this day, that day, the next day. So I still have to remember, did I take today's one or not? Well, I got to get a better system. AKA, when are the comedy clubs going to open back up? You miss me, Dave. Well, I miss you too. And uh, like I said, it's been a year. Happy anniversary is what I titled today's show. It's been one year 
March 15th last year was the day I flew home from Minneapolis after my last show, last time on stage was at Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis on March 14th. We did two shows that night. It was great. Now, I know they're doing shows in Minneapolis, and I know they're doing shows a few places. Uh, I'm getting my second vaccine on March 25th, and I've spoken to my manager. We're making a list and checking it twice of what clubs to call. Of course, all the clubs that I love in California are still closed, including the club that I would need to be able to go on stage for short sets, the Comedy Magic in Hermosa Beach. I would need to be able to go down there to kind of get my get my groove back uh, to be able to go out and do a longer show. I, I mean, I, I think I could go out and do a longer show, but it would have to be uh, an understanding crowd. So, uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to my first show back, and I think that's probably going to be, uh, for me, in uh, the September, October. Um, possibly sooner. I don't want to rule it out. But I think probably September, October. Um, so that's it. Dave, you'd probably be dead without your pill keeper. Yeah, well, you got to get a system. You got to get a system. And I think sometimes it's hard. It's hard because it's, it's you. Uh, I got to write everything down. If I'm good, if I'm supposed to do something, I have to write it down on a list. Because if I don't write it down, I think I'm going to remember, and then I don't remember, and it's two days later. So, uh, <laughs> Todd, you're saying your wife starts a lot of sentences with "you might wanna." Yeah, I think uh, that's a slightly frustrating one, uh, but. Uh, Jen, you're saying, when am I going back on tour? Well, I feel like I just kind of answered that. Um, and we'll, and we'll see, we'll see if, uh, I'm wanted in those comedy clubs. And as Nigel and I were discussing, comedy clubs are still, or outdoor clubs are going in, in Canada in limited capacity, but, uh, the money that the clubs want to pay has been seriously, uh, decreased. And that's sadly, not that it's all about money, but, I mean, if if it if it feels uh, depressing and I uh, can't make it work financially, that could be a limiting factor. But I'm not worried about limiting factors right now. I'm just putting that out there as a thing as a thing that maybe that may be a challenge. I think it's I think it's uh, it's important to not say I can't to say I'm struggling with or I'm challenged by, but don't want to say this is going to happen. It's going to keep me from doing something. Um, melatonin and Gordon Lightfoot radio every night. <laughs> I'm out in minutes. Yeah, there's nothing like that uh, Gordon Lightfoot. He'll help you out. I was going to say Wreck of the Edmonds Fitzgerald, but I don't, I'm not sure that's Gordon Lightfoot now that I'm thinking about it. But uh, it is, uh, he is Canadian. They're, they're both Canadian, whoever, whoever sings those. Melatonin did nothing for you, Pick. Yeah, let me tell you, Pick. I had the same thing with melatonin. I get crazy dreams from melatonin. I'm a strong no thank you on melatonin strong you get shot too tomorrow dave congratulations um jen gets hers on wednesday that's great when's jake fest next year uh jake fest i i'm hoping that that could possibly happen still this year but uh like when i say that i'm going on stage for my first time in september it makes me kind of feel like jake fest might have to be uh early 2022 but we don't know we don't know yet we don't know that um, Jen, you want to know how Dave knew something? I think some people are taking notes. That can be the only explanation. Um, Norman, you got sticky notes all over your house. Yeah, I feel you. I, I try and keep them on a little notepad as opposed to sticking them up everywhere. But my daughter, who's substantially younger than us, she's 16, 
she's got post-it notes all over her room and she loves doing it. So uh, I think the sticky note idea is pretty good. Uh, Cindy, you're saying you first met me after a show at a casino when it was in the mid-90s. Yes, uh, I can't say that I remember that one. But uh, we've seen each other at my shows many times. Things are looking good, folks. Doesn't seem so, but vaccines are key. Until then, patience with masks and distancing. July-ish, hang in there. Help protect each other. Yes, I agree, Darren. Uh, We've just started limited uh, capacity of indoor dining here. And... uh, David, there is a pill keeper for one day. We've just started indoor dining, so the place where Christelle and I usually meet for burgers now, we'll be able to eat inside, 25% capacity. Um, at lunch, it'll be pretty small, um, small crowd, so I'd feel safe. Uh, I'd feel safe for that. Um, but uh, I'm still going to be wearing a mask, even after they say he's don't wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask. I'm going to keep wearing a mask. I'm going to keep wearing a mask. I'm going to keep my distance from people. Um, once I'm vaccinated and I know some, and I see a friend that I know has been vaccinated, I think we're going to hug hello, but I'm not going to be hugging strangers for a while. Present company excluded. Uh, all right. Ouija, you got your second shot a week ago and you're just now figuring out how to write, uh, with your new third arm. Well, Hey, could have been worse third arm. That's that's a bonus. I hope it's in a spot where you can reach things you didn't used to be able to reach. Whatever I mean by that. Uh, where would you find a more forgi- forgiving crowd than you, Christopher? I, I, I don't think anywhere. I have to say that uh, if we all do, are able to, when we are all able to get together for Jake Fest, it's going to be a good time. And I, I hope that uh, stupid jobs or uh, financial or Time, space, continuum, constraints don't keep that from happening for all of us. Um, melatonin helps you get back on track after coming from Asia, Rich. Yeah, I, I find my best jet, jet lag uh, thing is just go to bed at the time when you're supposed to go to bed. Uh, Jake Fest outside at Pappy and Harriet's is a perfect RV outing. Scott, I'm not sure where Pappy and Harriet's are, is, but uh, I like the sound of it. Uh, so I'm going to be Googling that, but if you put it in the, put it in the group chat, Pappy and Harriet's link, and we can all check it out and have opinions about it. Uh, why is September the green light month for shows? Jen, I just feel like it's going to be after the summer. I think during our daughter's summer break, uh, we're going to be trying to make the most out of our camper. And I'm also going to be trying to give it the enough time that even the laggards get their vaccine and we all feel safe. Because let's face it, this crowd who's watching the daily briefing, I'm confident that if I come near where you are, you'd be happy to come out and see me. But a lot of my fans may, um, whoops, there was a text message alert. A lot of my fans may be a little apprehensive at first after things open back up about going out to the comedy club where they know there's going to be some young people who've been uh, less than safe. And so I'm just thinking September's a time when maybe some of my demographic will feel more safe about going out. Um, All right, Bob, you're saying you've been acting out in your sleep. You don't think it's a good thing? Almost knocked your wife out a few times. Got a big gash in your head from hitting the headboard in your sleep. Wow. Um, that is a weird one. I, I, you know, your brain, Bob, is supposed to put out that stuff that gives you sleep paralysis so that you don't act out your dreams. That's not a good sign. Um, 
Dave, you got sleep, you got sleep disorders. Ooh. Pick your wear to mask every winter from now on. Yeah, the mask is really a pretty great, uh, pretty great uh, warmer. And I've got, and I bought a uh, merino wool face mask the other day after having conversations about that, and uh, I'm loving it. Um, you're not eligible yet, Flavia. Um, they're dragging their feet where you are. Yeah, I would consider. Um, I don't know how old you are or what group you might fall in, but I do know that from experience, my friends here who've made appointments at the place where I made an appointment, um, it said that it was open to non-seniors. And I have to say that everybody, I had a friend who's quite a bit younger than me who was vaccinated there. And I think, I think we're at a point where there's enough vaccine out there um, that if you feel like you really need to get it, I, I maybe make book yourself an appointment and show up and see what happens. But uh, that may that may be some naughty advice. I do know we don't want to be taking vaccine away from people who should be ahead of us in line. But I also think sometimes it's harder to get the people who are should be ahead of us in line out to the vaccination sites. And so some of us getting vaccinated anyway, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to rationalize it, but uh, give it a try. See what happens. You had your second shot two weeks ago, Don. Well, yes. And you, I think, as I remember, are in the age group of people who was eligible from the beginning. So I'm so glad that you got your shot and that you're, you're not, one of those guys, not one of those guys who's like, I don't know if I need that shot. That's not an impression of you. That's some other person. Um, can't do weed, Dave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pot pot is bad for you. Yeah, I get that. I've I've been I've tried some edible stuff for sleep, but I need such a low dosage. That's all I need. Um, <laughs> your hubby just pulled up, or Doctor Hubby just pulled up. Must get the leftovers ready for him. All right, Cindy. We'll see you tomorrow for the Bible. Um, Norman, you're saying you got your second dose this morning. Now you got to wait two weeks, and then you can hang out with our vaccinated pods. Yes, yes hanging out with your vaccinated pod. <laughs> Sounds like a real party. There's your spring ba- break, everybody. Um, plenty of parking for RVs here at the golf course if you want to have Jake Fest in New Hampshire. <laughs> well, maybe we are. Maybe we will. Um, what kind of deal do we get on the golf and the cat ro- grooming? People bring their cats. Um, <clears throat> Jen, you sleepwalk. Thank God I haven't done that. Um, Norman, yeah, the human mind is can really block you from sleep. Sometimes, sometimes when I've got the busy brain, I just get up and get on with it. In fact, if it's after 6.30, I, I just get up and get on with it. But uh, otherwise, I try and focus on my breath and disconnect from the other stuff. Sometimes if you've got busy brain, I've been helped by having a little notebook by the bed. And I'll just write down the things that I'm thinking about as a, like, I want to put this on paper so that I know when I wake up, I'm on it. And I don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> Uh, Don, you're saying that was a great impression of you. Well, <laughs> thank you. I don't know. Uh, Pick, you're saying you have vaccines at all county health departments plus pharmacies, including Walmart and Kroger. Two friends in their 40s got their first shots today. Yeah, we're seeing that here. One of my friends who's just uh, 30, she has a job where she's in contact with people, though. So I think then that makes her kind of an essential worker, but she got her shot on the day when I got my shot. Um, 
All right. You still don't know what to do after your second vaccine. Uh, are you safe, <laughs> Jen? Well, I, I think you're safe to do all the things that you'd been doing before you got vaccinated and maybe baby steps on the things that you hadn't been doing before you got vaccinated. Uh, Dave, you're saying Connecticut, they're tentatively going to open up, but should see, but you should see your neurologist REM sleep behavior disorders is the most common precursor to Parkinson's. Mm. Well, I think that's a, I think that's a good idea. Uh, Mark and, uh, Mark is a friend of mine. So that's solid advice. He has experience in his family with Parkinson's. So, um, that's a good idea to then go and see, uh, your neurologist. There you go. Um, is that a medieval hat I've got on keys? Well, I'm wearing this hat because we've been watching Outlander, and this is the closest thing to the kind of Scottish hat that one of the guys wears in Outlander. I don't think uh, Lady Jerry's picked up on the fact that I'm wearing this because it looks like his gray uh, tam, tam o shanter. But uh, we've been watching Outlander, which, or as I call it, our Scottish vacation. And it's a little bit steamy. Uh, Robinson, you're too young and too healthy to get vaccinated. Better start chain smoking. Well, you know, or you just get a job at the uh, at the grocery store, start bagging groceries, and then you and then you get. But uh, let me tell you something, everybody. Ahoy! It's time for seize the day. Happy one year anniversary off stage. Not happy. Happy hashtag not happy. Um, but it's time for the one year anniversary sees the day. This is not the one year anniversary of the show because I think that comes up on March 31st. This is one year, one year anniversary off stage and to celebrate, I've got, Rachel, thank you, I've got seize the day five, which I've kept in its wrapper for today. It's been kicked around the office and also got a little bit uh, bunged up in shipping. But, uh, so this is what Rachel has said. Jake, I know it will be a while before you need seize the day five, but here it is for when the time comes. And I also have Seize the Day 6 here because Rachel was worried that Seize the Day 4 had so much jujitsu that I wouldn't want to do that all, but I did. I enjoyed the jujitsu, and we may be going back for some greatest hits of Seize the Day. But anyway, Seize the Day 5. Seize the Day 5. This is exciting. STD. No one will, will be immune like the good old vaccination days, but uh, may no, maybe no... One vaccinated will die as a result of exposure. Ergo masks. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Skirts up. STD. Here we go. Um, what shall we do here? Oh, there's some good ones in here. Um, all right. I opened it to this one. So this is going to be your seize the day for today. First, a quick check of the fun meter. I was worried about this, but we're in the maximum fund meter today. Sadly, when I went to check the fund meter, um, I lost my place in seize the day, but I've refound that now. Quick temperature check, um, 98.2. That's well within normal. It's going to be a good day tomorrow. Uh, in the children's Bible, we've got, uh, <clears throat> I know it, I said it was going to be seize the day, but now, um, now it's, uh, Moses warns the Pharaoh. That's coming up tomorrow. Um, Moses warns the Pharaoh. Uh, Michael, you're saying, I don't do schadenfreude, but when I hear people's sleep problems, it does make me glad that uh, you turn into a rock pretty quickly when the day is done. Well, congratulations, Michael. That's not schadenfreude. That's, uh, that's just gratitude uh, for what you have. So uh, today's Seize the Day is from Diane von Furstenberg. Life 
is very short. Insecurity is a waste of time. Life is very short. Insecurity is a waste of time. Yes, because insecurity is all in here. It's not real. So you don't need to be insecure. Go out there tomorrow and seize the day, and I will see you probably in the truck. Uh, Meanwhile, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later and to take care of yourselves and each other. And do it right. Sleep tight. See you tomorrow. (laughs) 